no 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 updates every time i call they're like we don't have it maybe it comes on the plane later like oh my god i don't don't think so (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah do you like my new costa rican wardrobe I love it. It's so it's pretty. Yeah, doesn't she look like she's such an island boy? That's what, <laughs> yes. that's what she looks like. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Health Unfiltered podcast. My name is Ro and I'm here with my best friends, Coco and the apparently international lady of travel, uh, Brooke West. So <laughs> crazy. She's a Costa Rican baby I now. Yeah. Right? Uh, not to spoil it, but she's in some clothes she's normally not in. Um, so she looks like an <laughs> island girl, which is uh, which is awesome, I guess. <laughs> we're not gonna gonna talk about what we're all wearing and i know right i'm like i'm wearing the same thing that i normally wear (laughs) a t-shirt and his (laughs) t-shirt he has it in every color (laughs) i do (laughs) Do well i just got done lifting and i was like oh i have to get i have to get to this uh so i'm I'm still i'm still a stinky stinky boy um great yeah but what what do you wear nicole (laughs) um i'm in a little pullover and some leggings it's snowing here oh, so, so jealous i'm just so staying cozy jealous yeah we're like uh, in totally just... different seasons you're in yeah. like this beautiful winter wonderland i'm in mm-hmm. summer ro what season are you in He's I, in it's the supposed desert. to be winter but it's 55 degrees out i was lifting with the garage That's open fall. like i would yeah it's it's <laughs> bad you know i'm Every day, I'm like, we're not going to make it to 2050. <laughs> like, oh this world gosh. is going to burn, uh, which is which is wild. Um, two things. One, Happy New Year to both of you. I know. I think we've, we texted each other and whatnot. Um, mm. But to our listeners, this will come out, I think it's the, the 14th next week. Um, so if you haven't heard it a trillion times by then, Happy New Year to you. Uh, from us, from the island girl, from the winter wonderland lady, and from the smelly uh, gym bro. <laughs> I guess there's like a meme that have you seen the meme where I think it's from the office and. No, I don't know if it's from the office. I don't know where it's from. But it's like you can't say Happy New Year after like three days. This is like three days is max. You can tell I mean, someone that, Happy New Year. After that, fair. it's just it's done. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, happy, like, please don't talk to me. No, no, no. <laughs> Granted, I don't want people to talk to me after three days of the New Year anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. shouldn't be saying that to me. Uh, so that was the first thing. And then secondly, <laughs> today's January 6th. It's my mom's birthday. Aww. She is uh, 55 today. Um, so everyone wish Mama Reels a happy birthday. Call her up if happy you got her number, birthday. even though it's a week I'm later. about to text her right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess birthday. you got her number, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, thanks, Mom. Thanks for being our number one fan. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy birthday to you. So um, right, happy new year. It's all good. Uh, we haven't recorded in, I feel like it's been a month. So I'm like, what do we do next? Um but is anyone else besides me drinking? Because I know I'm the only person that tends to be an alcoholic uh, <laughs> on this show. I'm drinking. What are you drinking? 
I have some mold wine because it's snowing and I want something warm. And I always pick up like a couple bottles from Trader Joe's of their mold wine. <laughs> and but then I'm always I always don't drink them because I'm like, oh, it's just not the occasion. Because the first time I ever had it was when I was in Germany and there was snow all over the ground and I was touring castles. And so it just has this like very specific and wonderful Feel. memory for yeah, me. For so sure. I'm like, I have to, it has to be the perfect moment. Yeah, so I'm drinking it. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. I have no idea. Fair. Uh, when I was home two weeks ago for Christmas, um, Casey and I went to the Chris Kendall market and we had some Kluchwein, which is yes. the, the mold wine. So um yeah, it's I get it. Like the only time I ever have it is like when I'm there when it, there's snow out. So it's like if I had it right now when it's 55 degrees out, I'd be like, what the, the fuck is going on? Um, well, that's exciting. And for me, Casey got me this. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> um, this like beer subscription for Christmas or my birthday. I don't remember which one it was. And they send me four different kinds of beers like a month um and i have this one called embers embers mexican chocolate porter and it's from idaho from pyatt brewing company uh when i had it i normally don't like like darker beers but this is like a kind of chocolatey tasting it's really good it's got like a Mm. spice to it um so i can't get it to tink fucking cheers to you (laughs) cheers that's a cool gift oh yeah for sure i mean did i get her a coffee subscription the year before yes was that the original (laughs) yes so did she copy my idea maybe but she did you know she did uh do for the podcast she's like yeah i just figured i'd get you like different beers and i was like that's so great thank you so much um but i was like i should have put that on the company card fuck uh, <laughs> but it's uh it's good um and then brooke are you drinking anything other than mineral water are you drinking out of coconuts that's what i expect just like yeah I'm i did sipping that on a hook it up damn it. i did i love, your I coconut love that um no i'm just drinking water i've got a client later and i honestly didn't think about it but i totally could have gotten a drink at the pool bar oh man next time next time for sure when you're in a different place you're like, yeah, I'm in a water. I'm by a waterfall right now, so I just, I don't know, drink from a succulent. I don't, I don't know what's what's by a waterfall. So. Did you text Jagger and see if y'all are anywhere near each other? I was texting him, and he didn't even know where he was. He's like, I just know we're headed to like where the volcano is, and I don't know what we're doing after that. And I was like, Godspeed, buddy. That's a classic yeah. Jagger move, right there. <laughs> I just showed up to drink and be at the beach. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. many people are here or are going to be here while I'm here. But I don't think mm-hmm. so far anyone will cross my path. And it's not like it, it, it's hard to get places. So it's not like mm-hmm. you can alter to like go say, hey, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. See if I actually run into people I know. You're going to be there for how long again? Two months. Two months. You can stay I... 90 days, but I planned it for two months, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, like I said, I expect you to come back with the island boy hair and, <laughs> you know, like with a bunch of tattoos, because that's what I think of when I think of Costa Rica and uh, <laughs> and the island. So that's super exciting. Everyone wish Brooke well for her travels and make sure she doesn't become the next star of um, Taken. 
Taken four. Yeah, taken four. Isn't there three? I don't know. There's too many. There really should have just been one. Exactly. How how did you get stolen twice? Yeah. (laughs) People, y'all can just end me now because (laughs) this is too much. I do not want to deal with this. I'm not ever coming back from this mentally, anyways. (laughs) Nothing's felt like sketchy Um, in any way. Like, in all seriousness, I feel more unsafe in Durham, North Carolina than I do here. (laughs) I Have mean, I heard of Brooke Street is rough. No. I'm not even gonna lie. That's fair. That's very. I literally fair. was like, Brooke, your neighbors are like brawling on the lawn. <laughs> I'm yes. drinking my coffee. What's going on? And she's like, This is normal. Like, if you okay. like open the window, you get like a live version of the Jerry Springer show. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, we were walking your dog, and so many people dro- drove up next to us. And we we're like. Uh, it's a nice dog you got there. And I was like, oh, it's it's a boy. It's a boy. And they're like, eh, it's a girl. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's fixed. Because I think she is right anyway. Yeah. But then they would just be like, ah, they just drive away. And I was like, bro, that would have been bad if I should have. Like, hey, Brooke, our walk was so great. Um, Somebody stole your dog. And I don't know. I don't know what to do here uh, anymore at this point. It's kind of creepy. Like, people just roll up and are like, yo, can that thing breed with my thing? It's like, yeah. what? No, stop yeah. that. Wow. Can I watch? Oh my god! Rated super e, uh, like super explicit. This podcast is. Oh boy! Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, dangerous places to live, uh, it was New Year's, and you know, like people joke around, like, "Oh my god, I don't know if it was gunshots or uh, fireworks." And I was like, "Oh, this is not a joke," because I was like, "The the rate at which it was getting shot off," I was like. Those are guns. People are they're just like popping them off. And I was like. In your neighborhood? Gonna... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I live like, yeah, not in like the best place. It's like right next to, it's like a block or two away from what people call like the war zone, which is really great. Oh. Um, so, okay. yeah. So, randomly in the middle of the night, you just hear like, pop, pop. And I'm like, well, it's time to go to sleep. Forget uh, <laughs> about that one. I have oh. audio of it. I don't think I sent it to you guys, but like I have audio on my phone of like New Year's night, what it was like. It sounded like you were in Iraq. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Same. It was, was insane. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But so it goes. Long live America. All right. So <laughs> we do have a uh question of the week. And I guess this is tailored toward me. So how often should we be doing mobility work? Uh, daily, weekly, after each training session, maybe. Um, so the question came in, and uh, <laughs> I just now started thinking about it. I think it depends on like what you mean by mobility. Because um, if you like live an active lifestyle and are consistently moving on like different planes, then uh, and are like playing sports that kind of like stretch your ability to do things, then you don't have to work on mobility as much. I don't think, especially if you are getting um enough range of motion through resistance training so if you're doing like full lunges full squats you know you're like doing pull-ups where you're fully getting your chest up to the bar and your scapula is moving really well like then i think you have you can do less but if you are someone who gets maybe a thousand to five thousand steps a day who doesn't really lift or just got into lifting isn't very mobile then I think it's like a something that you can do maybe at the end of every workout. So you're just kind of like sitting in a in a deep position 
Um, and it's not just like you hanging on your your joints and your ligaments, but you're like actively holding yourself up. Um, and you can do it daily. But the thing is, like, I have a real problem. And I've talked about this, like, with yoga specifically, but like people who who spend too much time in like really deep um, ranges of motion for like long periods of time, because I do believe that like muscles become hyper flaccid or your ability to kind of stay within certain safe ranges um, becomes compromised because you're just like, oh, well, if I can just like sit all the way down here, I can sit all the way down here. Um, but then like you're just sitting there and not being active and not like actively making sure that that muscle is contracting. So um, like all things, this question depends on a lot of things. Uh, if there's something that you want to work on specifically, like, yeah, my hips uh, are really tight or my shoulders are like shitty. Right? I have a friend who hasn't had like overhead mobility his whole life. Um, and he's tried every day to get it. It's just like his body just doesn't work that way. Um, and he actually just did, I think, uh, an overhead squat with like 135 uh, two days ago. And he was like, holy shit, because to be able to hold up that much weight for someone who has never been able to get their arms up overhead, like, is really amazing. Um, but like I said, he's trained it for a long time and it took him really long to get to it. So if you are doing it daily, it might happen quickly. Um, it might just not happen if you are um, someone who is built a certain way. Um, and if you really want to work on it, then I don't see a real problem with doing it daily or every other day or maybe before you start your workout. So I think it kind of depends. Depends on a lot of things. Do you guys do any mobility work? <sighs> yeah, that's one of my like <laughs> Sorry. I almost spit out my beer. It's one of my 2022 goals because it's definitely the thing that gets put on the back burner. And I think mobility and strength go hand in hand. For sure. So those are like two things I want to work on. So I'm hoping with like also getting stronger, mobility gets better. Yeah. Um, but just like figuring out that dance. Figuring out that dance. <laughs> right, you, bro. Well, I don't. I feel so much better when I do. I'm like, oh, like no wonder my body hurts. Um, <laughs> like I need to be better about stretching out like hips specifically. So maybe I should make that a part of my newer routines. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for like how much I've been sitting, studying and stuff. It's like, I'm doing my, my lunges all the time. I'm doing my mobility work, but it's work. That shit is work. So mm -hmm. I mean, think about like people that are like, well, I barely have time to exercise. And you're like, oh, we'll spend 20 minutes a day doing mobility work. People are like, I don't, why the fuck would I do that? So, you know, making it work within your schedule is also like really important. Oh. Yeah. That's good advice. But speaking of, resolutions do you guys have any anything you're excited about obviously you're in fucking costa rica so you're excited about that but <laughs> like resolutions are things you're excited to accomplish this year yeah um well <laughs> yeah, a couple like, period per Done. yeah <laughs> um i think i just i this gets harder and harder every year because I always kind of see myself as like this ever evolving person. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I always want to be doing. So it's hard to be super specific sometimes, but a couple like personal goals is increasing strength and mobility 
And then um, another goal is I want to read 35 books this year. That's a really big goal. (laughs) Who has the time? (laughs) I mean, I honestly, I didn't count. And this is the thing is I already read a lot of books, but I never count or like keep track of it. So I want to to do that just to see where I fall. But I would say last year I read at least 20 to 25 books. Dang. So so I feel like that's, you know, a good good goal to cuz I really want to decrease the amount of time I'm on my phone. And I think the best way to do that is adding something supportive in <laughs> instead of just being like shame on you. Right. Get off your phone. Like add something positive in to like counterbalance that. And then what was the other one? I don't remember the other one. Um, and then, <laughs> of course, must like... not been that important. Yeah. Of course, like, professional goals of just continuing to really figure out what I love in business and how I'm able to best serve and help others with nutrition and just overall, like, self-compassion and grace when it comes to, to bettering yourself. Yeah. I love all those. So nice. Except the reading thing. Like, fuck that. <laughs> Ro is like, I know Ro over here is getting his PhD. So, I, I mean, need, I don't need to read 35 anything. books, Ro, or <laughs> go through a PhD program again. <laughs> uh, go through the PhD program. Yeah. You don't, you oh, don't get awards for reading books. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what if they were like super juicy books? I just have never had like the patience to like sit and read, you know? Yeah. It just hasn't been my thing. I feel that. Yeah. What about you, Brooke? I didn't really set any resolutions in the way that I would have traditionally. I actually went back through all of last year, month by month, and was like, what were really awesome things I'm grateful for or really big lessons I learned? And then I kind of was like, what is important that I, the energy I bring with me into the new year? And so then a part of that that really stood out that kind of like I really want to commit to doing is every day setting aside time in the morning for just me because everything goes so much smoother when I like fill my cup first before helping others. So that's really like the only thing that I was like, this has to stick. Mm -hmm. But it was very different. Um, One of my mentors is the one who like led me through the process. But I was like, I love this idea of like, it's not really this big you know, I've never really been a huge fan of like these big, elaborate, unachievable resolutions. So I like the idea of like, what did you love about last year? And like, what are you super thankful for? And what do you want to see more of in the next? Yeah. Well, that's, Mm -hmm. that's great. I mean, I I, I like the, that you said, like bringing in the same energy, right? Because it's like, that's all it is. Like, oh, yeah, do I want to be like, more positive? Do I want to keep looking at the world like it's a negative place that will burn up in 30 years but uh you know can i leave some sort of impact um that's cool i think for me uh i haven't yeah i never really like think about it because the same like i've never i've always been like well if you want to change your life like you could do it today like why do you have to start like in a on january 1st or whatever um so my goals i think are like you know drop down to two percent body fat uh be able what? to run a marathon what and the then heck? also deadlift a thousand pounds. So just super achievable goals uh, all by February. Uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no. my God. Yeah. That like uh, the first thing you're like, mm, what? No. Uh, yeah. I think for me, it's, I want to, 
there are a lot of things up in the air right now, which are really exciting, but like I want to either fully graduate or take a uh, cool job if it comes my way or just like decide like, yeah, I graduated and now it's time to fully commit to something else besides school. Because uh, I'm over it. It's been 10 fucking years. And yeah. So th- this is going to be a really big year, really cool year, I think. And like, regardless of what happens, because I'm like, either I get done with this or I start with something else. And, um, you know, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, Casey doesn't break up with me this year. But if it happens, it's probably my fault. Uh, and then, I just don't <laughs> and, think that's an option anymore. <laughs> Y'all have just committed way too hard to I be going separate ways now. It's terrible. I'm like, don't every- take that as your free pass to mess up that row. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I did like, the most oh, fucked I can, I can up do it? thing. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just have yeah, 90 that's a passes. huge year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to, to see what happens. So, or I'll, or I'll, you know, listen to this a year from now, and I'm just like, fuck, nothing changed. Oh my god, that's terrible. He's like, I'm getting another degree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I always tell her like, what if I just go do this? And she's like, stop. Go oh do something else. Like, okay, fine. I cannot wait for both of y'all to be done with school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. She's going to get done for me and she's going to be making racks. Wow. And I will just be a fucking sugar baby. And I'm so excited. <laughs> you know what? That's my New Year's resolution. Be a sugar baby and just do nothing else. Um, <laughs> Not actually get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a new, you know, new season of life. Just chilling All out. All your family is going to be like, so why'd you do that again? You're like, like to prove I can. Yeah, to prove I can. I mean, I think that's that's the <laughs> why I do anything nowadays. But yeah, well, well, I hope to hope to hear this a year from now and see what happens. Or fuck it, even like four months now, I'll be like, nice, we're crushing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or again, the world is burning. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the topic at hand uh, today, we'll be talking about travel nutrition. Um, so, obviously, as we've alluded to, and as Brooke has posted on her Instagram, uh, she is in Costa Rica uh, for two months, as we just talked about. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of planning. I'm sure that goes into it, uh, especially if you are like, I'm going to be hopping from place to place to place. Um, so, I want to, I want to talk about like, you know, how you decided, what do you have. Have, you know what are things that you've learned so far because you've, you've been there for like four days i think when we talked about it um and i'm sure you learned stuff right away uh about yeah, yeah. how to how to do that um so yeah this is as much like just your you're the star baby you got to tell us about <laughs> how you've been able to how you've been able to survive um so first so and was foremost, it like yeah oh, yeah you go ahead no you go i was gonna ask like what how did i decide what to bring as far as like related to food supplement nutrition or just like overall yeah i mean i think i think because it all kind of relates right but how many well, undies did you pack yeah. <laughs> okay funny story i packed literally every pair i own which is now lost in miami airport somewhere every single pair of underwear someone's just wearing them uh, somewhere yeah just on their head like fuck yeah this is good she's like that's my luggage <laughs> your luggage oh is having a good time oh yeah right for now. sure you know somebody's christmas was made because you're like i got a bunch of panties and they're <laughs> yours now so uh <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> actually i actually yeah. took that bag and sold it on ebay so got a ton oh of money just for that <laughs> uh yeah but like you know i think uh as far as like the frame of like health and nutrition and stuff goes but obviously like <laughs> Talk to us about your experience so far because, like, I've never been on a two-month trip before. I think my longest has been, like, a week. Um, 
so yeah, we can, we can talk about all that. So first, yeah. how did you decide what to bring? Yeah. Um, it was a process and I was packing over the course of two days, constantly like downsizing, like, what do you really need? Like, let's be honest. What do you really need? When it comes to the health and nutrition stuff, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on a podcast before, but I have um, different autoimmune conditions that I have to take into consideration when I travel. And part of the way I approach caring for myself is making sure that I have what I need health-wise. So it was really interesting to try and take these routines that I think really help keep me healthy and strong and try to be like, all right, how do I take this on the road for Mm -hmm. two months? So one of the first things I started doing was I started simplifying my routine down. Um, And I talked to my doctor to do it and change supplements. Like for, for example, one of like my go-to supplements and a lot of my clients take this is um, cold pressed cod liver oil, amazing source of micronutrients, um, better than like a fish oil capsule. So obviously I am not flying with like two liters of freaking... (laughs) cold pressed fish oil although that would have been freaking hilarious to try to take through the agricultural customs part so I had to kind of simplify down my things and so I brought back I have a whole purse full of supplements for two months not gonna lie because that's just something that's really important to me and and disclosure not everyone needs to take a whole bunch of supplements these are things based on lab testing I've done tons and tons of lab testing and these are the exact micronutrients that I need to be supported so that was like number one on my list along with my uh, medication. Um, That was really important. And then the other thing is, I very much know that I need to stay hydrated. So making sure I had everything I needed for all that was important. And I didn't pack a lot of food because I'm only here. I mean, I'm here for two months. So like, I didn't like I can't pack enough snacks for that, you know, like, but I did pack enough snacks so that like, when I was in the airport, I had what I needed ish we'll get to that later um (laughs) yeah so I think that's really it it's just like thinking through okay like where are my food staples do I have all the supplements things I need nutrient support I need do I have some type of hydration setup those were like my biggest things and then truly I like packing active wear and things because another big part is like I like to stay active on vacation I'm probably more active on vacation than at home actually like I've walked so much. I walk everywhere to get to know places and I'm swimming in the ocean and I'm doing all these things and I'm definitely going to hit up some surf lessons. So that was also a big part of the packing is like, what is my lifestyle going to be like while I'm on the road there? Yeah. That's amazing. You were like, so I'm in the ocean and I'm surfing. And I know people are going to listen to this. It's like, it's fucking negative 20 degrees while I'm listening to this. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, but I think that, that that's a good point, especially like, because there's so many things that you like can and can't food wise can and can't bring into and out of countries, which is always so weird. Like, yeah, you can get sent to jail for bringing in like cheese from France. And it's like, it's just cheese, bro. Um, but, you know, I think. Uh, do you have like a kitchen and stuff where you're where you're at? Or like, do you have yeah. access to kitchens? Oh, okay, I do. So like, I'm staying mostly at. Uh, well, I'm kind of like bouncing around, but I am staying for chunks of the trip at a hostel in for digital nomads so that I have really good internet connections so we can do things like this. Um, and just to make sure that I do have connection points. So I have a kitchen and I have like, it's like these huge two freezers and two fridges and like, it's pretty well stocked. So that's kind of the go-to because 
I will say if you're ever traveling and you have any food restrictions, learn the name of the food restrictions in their language before you go. That's important because it's hard navigating a menu. Like I, that, that was a, something that I'm glad I invested time in doing, but then really like, it's good advice. Definitely be adaptable when you get to another country, because if you want to come to another country and you want to eat like an American and you're looking for like your peanut butter and jelly, you're going to spend like $30 trying to get (laughs) stuff to make peanut butter and jelly. That's just not a part of like the native culture and their cuisine. So be adaptive and eat what the locals eat and then you'll be fine. And in places like this, like it's freaking amazing because they have fruits that like we'll never eat in America because they, they don't make it through being imported. So I'm taking full advantage of like yeah. all the really cool fruits and things. And yeah, I would just say like be adaptable with your palate in that way and do some cooking on your own helps a lot. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially if you're planning for it to be that long, right? Like you need a kitchen and then you get yeah. to explore like a different recipes and stuff like, oh, like how do I actually make this and how can I take this back so that it like, so I know how to make it with maybe limited resources or like what does it taste like and stuff like that so that's really cool so we talked about how you like how you decide what to bring um <laughs> like we've talked about you've had quite a past four days um because your <laughs> luggage has uh disappeared off the face of the planet and got mm-hmm. shot into space uh so <laughs> kind of bouncing off of that uh so far and you know i think it'll be cool to talk about this like in our next podcast and podcast after that to see how things have changed. But like, what's the biggest lesson learned so far with nutrition, especially when traveling internationally? I got a couple good ones I've learned. Um, (laughs) Whatever snacks you think you're going to need for a travel day, pack double. I'm like, Oh, this is a reasonable amount of snacks, but then flights were delayed and it turned into like a 13 hour plus travel day. And I wish I would have had double what I did have. So yeah. whatever you think you're going to need for travel day, pack double. And so I live I, life anyway. Uh, yeah. Two scoops of that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird because like at home, like I'm not a, I'm not a big like sit and snack and, and eat. But like, I don't know. There's something exhausting about traveling where I'm like, God, I need freaking food. Yeah. So um, definitely high protein options when you're rolling through an airport everything's overpriced like literally everything mm-hmm. so what i do mm-hmm. is i pack things like mixed nuts i packed uh, epic bison cranberry bacon bars they're so good because i can't oh, really yeah. find cool. good fast protein so the epic bars are like one of my favorite brands chomp is another good brand with the epic bars just flip it over and look at the sodium though because like some sometimes i'm like this is outrageous we don't eat 800 milligrams of sodium and it's Yes, we do. We do not. Yes, we do. We need twice as much as that. Absolutely not. Uh, For what reason, Ro? (laughs) I sweat a lot. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Like electrolytes are great. And you do need it while traveling. So part of what Mm -hmm. I packed actually was the Jigsaw Health electrolyte. Mm -hmm. Not their adrenal cocktail, but like their electrolyte cocktail. So I packed a bunch of the single sticks of that. And that came with me. So that that's healthy to like uh, it helps you to stay more hydrated really Mm -hmm. anytime you've got stuff with electrolytes it's going to help you hold on to the hydration better and when flying and being at altitude in that pressurized cabin and like things get all wonky so i always do electrolyte support before i travel and then right when i'm done traveling and i think it helps a lot yeah that makes a lot of sense 
I think also like you you get up from planes and you're like, I did not realize how much I was sweating. It's like yeah. you're sitting in a chair and like there's people breathing around you and you're just like in this confined confined space. So that's a really good point. Like electrolyte support would be like really great. Um, what about like fruit? Because like sometimes I'll travel. Obviously, when I'm like going back home, like oh, I'll bring like an apple or whatnot. But like, how do you bring fruit if anything? When I'm flying domestically, so I have one of these big um, liter Nalgene bottles and you can take the top off and pop stuff in them. So Mm -hmm. I'll actually put my snacks and like fruit and stuff in these and I don't put water in it. And then when I get to my destination, I'll use it for water. Airport water fountains freak me the hell out. Like the germ idea of like an airport water fountain. So I do buy all the water. I put my mouth Uh like just like in Parks and Rec, like over over the whole no. thing and just like let it shoot right into my throat <laughs> yeah you're the kind of people that make me freak out so yeah. i actually put stuff in here but when traveling internationally and you have to go through like the agricultural department you really can't bring like seeds or you know like certain things like i don't i've really just kind of stayed away from trying to fly with like fresh food to foreign mm-hmm. countries just because like you said like you can get in really big trouble taking a moldy cheese from one place to another because like yeah. different microorganisms you're bringing into their ecosystem so i do like dried fruit for carbs or i do mm. macro go macro bars i love those i think they're really well balanced with protein fat and carbs so things that are going to keep give you balance and give you some fiber hold on to those because otherwise you're just going to be burning through bags of Doritos, right? Like yeah. there's really not going to be any substance to things. That's a good point. What about bags of Doritos and then your multivitamin, right? It's the same thing, right? Definitely not the same thing, <laughs> okay. but yeah. it's better like, than but just But do Doritos. you, boo-boo? <laughs> it's fine, yeah. Oh, man. So snack-wise, I think we, we got a good idea of, of what to do. And like you said, I think – when you prepare, like you, you save so much more, mo- so much money because mm-hmm. shit is so expensive at airports. And I think it's just a ruse, really. They're like, "Oh, you can't, you can't travel with this." But then they're like, "But pay forty dollars for this, you know, package of Chips Ahoy, and it's the two kind." And you're like, "Damn it! This is how I know that <laughs> capitalism is a ruse." Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so you also mentioned that you don't like uh, water fountains, <laughs> like for some reason uh, at least not for some reason but at the airports because of all the germs and blah 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 you have a weak immune system we get it uh <laughs> so what do you do to hydrate especially because you mentioned like you store snacks in your nalgene instead of like water so how does that happen i do buy bottled water at the airport that's the only thing i'll buy at the airport which like kills my soul a little bit using all that plastic <laughs> for the planet but that's really the only time i do it um I also like I've drank out of airport water fountains before and it tastes awful. It's like dirt. I want to say it was like the Atlanta airport. I was like, I'm never doing that again. Like I try to be eco-conscious and I was like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the one thing I will buy at the airport, but like, okay. So you guys are going to laugh at me because you know how bougie I am about my water. So for those of you who don't know my bougie-ness level at home, (laughs) we have a really big water distiller and it can distill. I don't even know four gallons every three hours. It's awesome. And it pulls everything out. So there's zero parts per million, anything in the water. So it's like a a clean slate. And then I remineralize it with my own (laughs) electrolytes and my own minerals. I I throw in my own fluoride. I throw in my own, my own (laughs) chlorine. No, Um, (laughs) 
But anyways, I'm obviously not doing that here. So I bought something called a SteraPen. So oh, I it's love a pens. yeah, it's like a UV light pen and you just mm-hmm. stick it in your water and it can it to, that's how it cleans it. So I brought that just in case I was in situations where I didn't have filtered water. Although I've heard the water here is better than the states as far as drinking. Dang. Don't trust the states. Um <laughs> It's because we got lead pipes that are like a hundred years old, and they're like, yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys but apparently, good. like Flint still doesn't have water. It's been years, people. I know. Get on it. <laughs> Fuck, man. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that gets me so angry when I think about it. <laughs> I know. I get so mad. It's like <laughs> this very basic human thing. Um, yeah. So, like, I would say clean underwear and clean water, are like my two things that I must have. Yeah. At all times. So, yeah, SteraPen's been great. I I kind of was just like, well, it'll be an insurance policy to make sure that I'm cleaning things. And um, yeah, I did bring additional electrolytes. And I kind of just listened to my body. Like, you know, when you sometimes you're puffy, your hands are puffy, or you feel puffy, or you feel like you're super thirsty, no matter what, you can't get hydrated. Like, you can tell when things are off. And I think at this point, I know my body so well that I brought a bunch of extra electrolytes just in case I'm not getting what I need to have that extra support. That makes sense. Uh, two things. One, my brother actually got me like, a, it's not the stereo pen with the UV light, but it's like one of those, it's got like a filter in it. He got it uh, for Christmas. Life straw. Yeah, it's kind of something like that. Uh, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, you're welcome if you have to drink bear piss. And I was like, I don't know if I drink bear piss, but uh, sure, if we ever find it like an open stream. Um Dude, the UV lights are so great. So when I worked in the outdoors, like we always had one uh, because you never know when like people are not going to fill up their water bottles and we'll be by like a stream and especially like sitting water is like terrible when it comes to like bacteria and stuff. But the really cool thing, not that anyone gives a shit, but the cool thing about <laughs> the UV lights is that like it doesn't kill the bacteria. Uh, most times like Giardia is like the, the big one. Uh, but it sterilizes it so it can't reproduce because like when it reproduces is the problem, right? Because you're like, oh, now I have this infection. But if you're like, oh, I have like a little bit of Giardia and then it's just passes through me. It's like not a big deal. Um, so I always thought that that was interesting. I was like, damn, people are so smart. Like we'll just laser it and now it doesn't do it. Um, and then there was another thing, but I told you, oh, so your electrolytes, right? You can't pack two months worth of electrolytes unless I'm wrong. Uh so, like, how do you go about getting electrolytes there, you know? Do you, are you yeah, just drinking well, coconut water? Like, I don't have, I have I no idea. I am drinking a ton of coconut waters, actually, because it's amazing, and you can drink them right out of the coconut. But I'm drinking – I'm not drinking distilled water. I'm just drinking stuff that's been run through, like, a basic Brita filter. So there's still minerals and stuff in it, so I don't really need to worry too much about that. But I did not bring a two-month supply. <laughs> I probably could have tried to pull it off, but I was – pushing bounds already so i I brought like a couple weeks worth and i'm just gonna use it as needed basically gotcha so on the days where you're like i just feel off like yeah pop some electrolytes okay yeah that makes sense do you even know like where you could go for that you know i don't i've been like obviously going running around a lot to try and find things and i'm noticing that it's different in the states like if you want something like contact solution you can't just get it at the grocery store you actually have to go to an eye doctor center yeah no you actually have to go to an eye doctor center so i thought that was fascinating and it took me a, a little bit to figure out but um i have not run into i haven't even run into like where i would find micronutrient support and i'm on some messaging boards with other people that 
live here in this area and it's so funny because they'll say they'll message and be like hey does anyone know where i can get some magnesium glycinate like it is hard to find those things Fucking so nerds Come on. it's interesting oh, yeah like clearly you can tell i'm already hanging out with health nerds here i was about to say like <laughs> you think the locals are like just eat more of our food and then you'll be fine you're like yeah actually yeah. that's that's a good point <laughs> like yeah you get minerals and stuff yeah, yeah from real food so like you're fine it's really just like I just wanted to have extra support for like if I've been out in the sun for a really long day and I'm behind yeah. on my hydration and I need something to help me kind of thing. That's a good point. We got to start getting sponsors for this stuff so we can be like, just like use our code for blah, 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 blah. This is where we would have an ad break. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of hydration. For Jigsaw. I love them. Also, new tablets bleep it out. Like, I'm not saying anything until we get that money rolling in. Well, if the people uh, want help, though, you know, the noon tablets are great because you can get them at the grocery store and they're like, mm-hmm. they're not, they're like condensed. You get this like little, I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe it, Coco? It's like a, it's just a tablet. Like a tube. That's, what yeah, are they called? it's like a noom, noom N- tablets, and you N-U-N. put it in. Your bottle of water, oh, and they have different flavors. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you said Noom. I was like, "That's that like diet thing." Oh yeah, I did say Noon. noon. I meant N-U-N. Noon. Yeah, N U U N. Okay, that's like seven bucks. It's pretty, pretty cheap, I guess. Yeah, they're very affordable and definitely a good option. Dang. Oh, speaking of Noom, my uh, my dad uh, went to the doctor like two weeks ago or something. Is you told me about this when I was at home and he was like, yeah. So my doctor was like, Hey, like, you know, is this year? Like you finally decide to lose weight. And he's like, yeah, you know, maybe. Cause my dad is like, whatever. Uh, super healthy guys. Just, you know, he's like, I could stand to lose some pounds. Um, and he was like, sure. Like send me the information, whatever. The doctor just straight send him Noom stuff from like no, links to wow. Noom. Yeah. And my dad was like, it's like some psychology thing. I was like, no, it's just, it's just a diet really just, uh, covered up in in a fancy kind of way and he was like oh yeah i told him i would look at it but i'm definitely not going to do it and i was like yeah you should you probably shouldn't so um anyone <laughs> wow. out there yeah we, i have my own it's just like you're you're noom. a doctor and this is the best you could do <laughs> yeah it's just like send him a link <laughs> to like, noom hey have you ever heard of reddit just go to our nutrition literally yeah, you're, all you're he would have had to do was google like <laughs> diet and that would have been the first thing that popped up <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you Good know, grief. he was doing he was doing his best as a as a, as a professional. I did I did hours of research for you, man. Here here's the best one that I got. Oh yeah, he's like, oh man, I typed in a Google yeah, twice. Like, oh, man, I typed in a, Google a lot twice. of work for me. You know how busy I can get. Um. So yeah, I just thought that that, that would be funny. So, um. So we talked about like hydration, snacks, things that like you you think you would need like specific for for you, right? And things you've learned. Um, but I know that just like even just like leaving home base can cause a lot of like GI distress or constipation because you're like totally out of your your normal, right? Even when you go out, like I'll travel back home. Not that I ever have GI issues, like I, I'm. I don't want to brag, but my poops are always stellar. Uh, but it like never affects me, right? But for someone who is like on a schedule all the time, and then they go on vacation, and it like totally throws everything off. Like, how do we avoid that? Especially for you who's traveling someone like across, not across the world, I guess, further down uh, south, but way out of your comfort zone, way out of like 
what you're used to? Like, what are ways that we can avoid experiencing GI distress or constipation or diarrhea and things like that? Really making sure that your foundations are rock solid and in place. And it's the basic things like, do I eat enough food? Do I eat regularly? If you're not eating food, you're not going to have a bowel movement. And that's like, it's like, you know, so it's make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're still eating regularly. Like meal timing wise, I mean, like consistently eating meals. Don't have one meal a day and then expect everything to be magic. Right. Um, yeah. So keep eating regularly throughout the day. Even if it looks different, it's still going to be beneficial. Staying on top of your hydration is so, so important. That's why most people get constipated when they fly because they get dehydrated when they fly. Who cares if you have to ask the people in your seat to move? Like that was so many times people were like, well, I just don't want to have to like drink water and then ask someone to get up. But like, no, you ask them to get up so that you can go to the bathroom so that you're not a dehydrated nightmare by the time you land. Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. Like stay hydrated. That's a huge piece of making sure that you don't have issues and um, fiber, pick fiber. I know it's easy when everyone goes on vacation to just be like, well, I'm going to have this like very, usually they're very like fatty, rich foods or, or something like that. Make sure that you have fiber, like fruits and vegetables. Even if you like are like, Brooke, I just want to just, I don't want to eat veggies. Okay, fine. I will never be friends. I don't agree with that. But eat, <laughs> eat your fruit. You Micro can at least eat some fruit. Are for babies, yeah. So um, make sure fiber is a part of your meals, even if that's all you're getting. If that's the compromise, it's just fruit. And if you are struggling with bowel movements, also, like, don't underestimate the power of caffeine to start your day with a shot of espresso or some coffee. It can help to keep things regular. Mm -hmm. Not even going to lie. Even when you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And I do recommend, especially for longer trips, I honestly do this every trip, but making a little first aid kit to take with you just in case so that you have things that kind of bring you comfort in worst case scenario so like if you're in a bind and you eat something that's unfortunately triggered something like diarrhea like it would be great if you have things on hand and so you can use you know products like anti-diarrheal emodium or whatever um but you can also use activated charcoal that's a natural thing that you could use activated charcoal pills if you want to go a more natural route and have that in your kit funny story i was packing little final things that i needed for my kit in we were in Wegmans Brian and I and he was like he thought it was so funny that there was anti-diarrheal medicine on the shopping list that he kept being like no matter where we we were I had already gotten them at this point and we're in a different (laughs) aisle and we're around a bunch of people he'd be like like, oh yeah did you get your anti-diarrheal meds and he's like he's like talking real loud and I'm like you think you're so funny oh yeah I would have done that shit that's hilarious (laughs) you got Um, stuff for your asshole (laughs) <laughs> literally like, that's what he's hey, doing bro, did you get that diarrhea medicine <laughs> I was like, oh my god thank god i don't and i'm not embarrassed by talking about bowel movements as a dietitian or like i would be mortified um tums are another good one too you got stomach issues heartburn different foods spicy food stuff like that i would pack that in your kit yeah that makes sense i had tums once and i remember uh I don't know, it was maybe 10 or 11, maybe 12. This is a core memory for some reason, but I took it and I remember throwing up like 10 minutes afterwards. And I remember looking in the toilet and the Tums was sitting right on top of the vomit. And I was like, wow, so weird. That shit didn't do anything. 
My body was just like, let's just get this thing out. Um, so yeah, you can visualize that, listeners. Um, you're welcome. Hopefully, you're not like, <laughs> you're not like eating. You're like, oh, gross. I know my dad's gonna text me and be like, do you really have to say that? I'm like, no, but I have the mic, so you will listen to every goddamn thing I say. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's that's really good, especially the really great advice, especially the um, that emergency kit. Like that's something I didn't think about. Well, one because like like I said, my some issues are never anything I have to deal with, but you're right. Like, it would be so comforting to be like, oh, man, my stomach is killing me. Like, oh, thank God I brought this thing that is going to tide me over to the next day or the day after that. Just something that so my vacation or my adventure or whatever, like, isn't ruined by just having to be like, I got to stay here and shit, guys. So enjoy. <laughs> enjoy the mountains. <laughs> like, yeah. so wild. This is also not necessarily health related, but like other things I would put in there. Like I always have tweezers, like baby scissors, nail file, like those kind of things are always in there. Like band-aids, a, yeah. a piece of big piece of gauze in case something happened. Can you tell I'm accident prone? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I also bring like a little thing of like Tylenol or ibuprofen. Don't I don't take that a lot at home, but. I feel like it's something that's just good to have in an emergency kit. Like just for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially because if you're like, Oh, well I'm home and I'm, I'm out. I can just go to the store. Like if I really need it. But if you're like, like you were talking about Jagger going to, or I don't know if you're talking about like going to Walmart. Uh, and it's, it becomes this whole day thing. Like when I was just like, Oh yeah. Brian. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like fucked up your whole vacation. So I think it's a really good, really good advice. Um, so yeah, now I have to make sure I have stuff in my my medicine kit. Also, why clippers? Just bite your nails. I'm 29. No. I still bite my fucking nails, man. It's just wild. I just can't get over it. Wow. It's a bad habit. But I also think that's why my um immune system is so good. I mean, think about all the shit that gets underneath your nails. You know. Gross. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. That's like airport water fountain level gross. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'm like airport water. Whatever doesn't matter to me <laughs> that's crazy um okay so we talked about like all of the bougie things that you bring with you like obviously you know if you have like the resource to do that awesome but you get sent to an island and you have to bring three things what would they be and let's say you like already have like clothes on you not that it's like a lot of clothes okay. but you have like clothes so what are three things that you are like actively bringing with you this is for you too, Nicole. Because I gotta think. I gotta think. Well, like, what would I bring? Is this like a deserted island, or like I just have to go somewhere? And uh, yeah, I guess I'll say a desert, deserted island. You know, you have to like kind of like you don't know. It won't be like a whole year. This is not Castaway, you know. But <laughs> but it may be like uh, like Survivor, where it's like, oh shit, you gotta spend some some time there, maybe a month in like pretty wild conditions. Okay, and then Jeff I think I know what there. I would pick. Just what was there? I said, and Jeff Probes was there. He's the, oh. he's the host for <laughs> Survivor. I, I think I would do my a fire starter, mm-hmm. Stera pen, and a Nalgene bottle. Because I think if I was able to like really stay hydrated and warm, I could tackle just about anything. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean by yeah, fire starter? Was... Like the, the little ones that you clip and it's metal and it sparks and it actually starts a fire 
Okay. Okay. I thought you were like, well, yeah, it's a whole kit. So it comes as one. To start like a backyard fire before, and it did not go well. No, I. I <laughs> so we need extra help. Oh, we no. were just like sprinting, running around, trying to gather leaves before the flame went out. <laughs> like like throw it in there. Putting shit throw it in, in there. there. <laughs> it was like this is so rough. I like was so out of breath. I was like, wow, it was a workout. <laughs> that was one of your birthdays. Was that your twenty twenty yeah. birthday? That was fun. Yes, yeah. Was you guys traveled for that, didn't you? Well, that was That's in, like our in thing. Arizona. Yeah, we travel like I think we've traveled like the last three years from our birthday. Sick. That's so great. I feel like it's I know. I, I get the invite. Up. It's just so I don't yeah. feel bad about not going or not getting an invite because I get it. I just am always so funny. Well, next year you can be invited. When I don't need to be a civilian. Of <laughs> I'm like, oh, I would love to, but I gotta do something here. Ah. Um, so you said fire starter, the SteriPen, and then a water bottle. What's a SteriPen? We just talked about it. Where have you been? <laughs> what? It's the UV thing that uh, like cleans any type of water. It cleans it by oh, sterilizing said, the bacteria. What was the other thing then? A the fire magic. starter. And then fire starter and, and what? Oh, and your water bottle? Yeah. Yeah, because like, how are you gonna sterilize and chug water? Like, you can't do that in like, your hands. Chop a coconut off the thing and crack it open and use that as your cup. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have said machete. Smart. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, so, so Nicole, what what are your three things? I definitely a fire starter as well. Something to start a fire. Always. And something to clean water. I'm with Brooke on that. Like. You can die without being hydrated way quicker than you can die without having food. Mm-hmm. So, but then my third thing, I literally, like, I want to say a book. <laughs> oh, my God. One of my 35 books, of course. <laughs> Duh. Oh, my God. I'm just like, well, if I'm going to go out, at least let me have something to do. Right, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would uh, pick a book, but <laughs> teach their own. They're like Nicole's dying. Don't yeah, take her like with she's, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I'm just. There was no survival there. It's just, how can I make this yeah, a good just, event? I'll I be think warm for, and hydrated. Yeah, I'll and find a book. Fish. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. For me, I would have. Um, you guys are thinking too little picture a pot, because then you can cook stuff in it. You can, uh, the way you can sterilize water water is just boiling it, right? So pot, fire starter, like, obviously. And I think I would, I would have, like, a machete or a knife. Because then you Mm -hmm. could, like, make tools with that. And after that, you're chilling. Because if you're, like, by an island, then you can, like, make a spear. You can tie it onto things and then, like, stab fish or fight the local mountain lions. I don't know what the fuck is there, but. That's what where, I where are you yeah. deciding we're going to be deserted at? I don't know. But yeah, you Somewhere can where there's shelter. not electrolytes. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the shelter. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, I have my my UV pen. Like, oh, very cool. What are you going to do with that? Um, I guess a light but straw also, would be more effective, but that's fine. Well, so my thing was like, eventually you'll run out of batteries, right? For the the UV light thing, unless it's like a solar power one, then. No, they're definitely like charger or batteries. Right, but like you can't bring that. You just have. No. Uh, see, see, you gotta. Think I think you picked it. the best ones. Of course I did, through. guys. I'm a wilderness man. <laughs> 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 it's what I do. Um, 
but cool. Yeah. So, uh, we talked about hydration. We talked about kind of your tips and we talked about, um, <laughs> I asked you guys, uh, what, you, what you would bring for the, for the three things, but you know, as someone who is going to be there for like a long time, um, what are things like, I guess the thing I want to end on is like, how do you approach, you know, someone who's like, well, I want to be like health conscious and I want to stay fit and healthy and blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you going to tell them so that like they can do the most to enjoy their experience, but then also be like, yeah, there are some things that you have to keep foundationally, whatever. Yeah. I I never think of this question because of the way I've shaped my life. I really, I don't just take up health practices because I think that I need to do them or it's because I need to look a certain way. Like that's not why I do it. So I guess my advice would be like connect to why you want to be healthier and what that means to you. Cause for me, it's truly like, this is who I am and this is how I live. So it's not a big deal for me to go on vacation and just have this like continuation of like, I'm going to move my body in a way that's exciting today. I'm going to make really delicious, healthy food choices. I'm going to learn, take this opportunity to learn some, to cook some local foods, cuisines and food products. You know, it's like, I think that that's the thing is, taking it a step further is like you need to really have a good relationship of having an actual healthy lifestyle not like it's not like oh I'm gonna bring my diet on vacation with me yeah you know what I mean yeah it's so it's just like I think that perspective shift of like making sure that you're really rooted into like why those health habits are important to you and then it's truly like I don't know I mean I don't want to sound like a jerk saying it's easy but it is easy <laughs> like <laughs> hey guys it's not hard to change your life No, I mean, like once, no, I'm not saying that. Like once you doing, that's the hardest part is like integrating it into your life. That is the hardest part. But then translating that into vacation or into a really long trip or like living somewhere else should be really natural. It's just going to look different. My food choices look a little bit different. My my movement looks different. Yeah, I'm not, you know, running around throwing barbells around in the jungle. That's not a thing. So I did Pilates today for the first time in years. Hey, oh, wow. Um, and Tulum, Tulum has like a little jungle jungle gym that actually is like made of different things like from the from the jungle and the beach that's fun. that they've oh like gosh. turned into weights and like barbells and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah so that's the island I would be landing on, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so you when I get find stranded. something, Brooke. <laughs> So there you go. But yeah, I guess being adaptable and just like taking the foundational things with you. Like I'm still mm-hmm. getting daily movement. I'm still making healthy food choices. They just look different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that That's answered awesome. your question or not. No, I think so. Because yeah. I think so much of it is like, you got to do the work before you leave. And then it's not mm-hmm. work. It's just like, you know, we live in like ranges and it's not like the strict thing. So if you can fit things between like what you think are your health ranges and what makes you feel good then life becomes a lot easier and then so does vacations so yeah yeah i love that answer like you learn how to like translate it Mm -hmm. to not just be this one thing in this one environment in this one routine you're like okay i know i love to nourish my body i know i love to hydrate i know i love to move so yeah those movements or those foods might look different in this place, but I can still access that goal of nourishment and movement or whatever it is. 
Yeah, I feel like you and I travel so well together, Nicole. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that you would be the same way, Ro, but like Nicole and I travel <laughs> so well together because we have a lot of the same values and like what we want out of an experience. And like we eat delicious food. Like, don't get mm-hmm. us wrong. We'll have sweet treats, we'll have wine, but like we balance it out really well and we make decisions we know that are going to support us so that mm-hmm. like we still have fun and have a really good time and do this awesome winery tour, but we still got nourishment and feel good and we don't have GI upset and all these other weird issues going on. Yeah. So it's like just just balancing. It's a balancing act and you still do the fun stuff. I'm not to say like I'm just a, a wet blanket on vacation. Um, <laughs> right. You still do the fun stuff. It's just balance. And let me tell you, me and Brooke started out in Starkville, Mississippi together, <laughs> drinking our way through Eating the Papa John's. And oh, Papa yeah. John's and cheese fries. So <laughs> there's a reason that we shifted to the way we <laughs> right. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're like, oh my God, why do I feel like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I always feel like shit. I wonder why. Like. It's because grad school stress were like, yeah, grad but also. Sucked, but and then also, we had no food, things, we had no yeah. money, cheese fries, it was. Yeah, you were the Papa John's girl, Nicole. Like, <laughs> I literally was. <laughs> that was so funny. Local celebrity oh Nicole Haskins has walked through your Papa John's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Damn, girl, why would you call me out like that? <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, cool. I'll start going to the one across town. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that that's. Uh, well, I know for, for me, like, Every time we go on camping trips, like Casey, like we'll prepare a lot of food, and so we just heat it up because we have like our our like gas um, grills and whatnot. And sometimes it's just like cold cold foods and whatnot. Um, but speaking of survival things, I did buy a jet boil for Christmas for her. Um, first of all, I'm so stoked, and I did it because she loves coffee. And I was like, what'd be better than First thing in the morning, instead of driving 20 minutes to get coffee or having cold brew Starbucks shit that we buy, like, let's make fresh-ass coffee, jet boil, boom. And then I got this coffee strainer. I'm really excited. Um, And she loves it, too. And I'm awesome. I know. Praise me, listeners. It's all good. You guys are good Uh, at gifts. Yeah, well, it's so funny. We didn't talk about it, but we we got each other all camping stuff because I got her, like, a camping bag. It was, like... (laughs) 80 liters, which is way too much. So we returned it and we're going to get another one soon. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, like same, what I was getting at was the same thing for you is like, we never are like, oh, we can't do that because that doesn't fit into our like diet or lifestyle. Like that would be, that would be miserable. And like, it would, it would ruin the whole experience if I was just like, Hey, like, oh, you know, we only do a certain amount of movement. We can't go do that or we can't do this and can't eat whatever we just happen to find. So I love that advice of making things like work within how they're working at home and not not letting it stress you out and like ruin your vacation. So great, great advice. So um, like I said. Happy New Year. This is our first episode back in 2020, um, 2022, um, which means that we've been doing this for what? A little over a year, right? Because we started like October mm-hmm. 2020, I think. 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wild. Um, so as always, thank you for listening. We love you all. I love getting the comments and um, love getting a bunch of messages like, hey, um, where's that episode? I'm like... <laughs> We went on vacation. Sorry, guys. Uh, but we're back. We're back on vacation. We're going <laughs> to do our thing of keep releasing episodes. So um, we are currently accepting clients. Uh, I am specialized in exercise and performance. 
Uh, Nicole is our intuitive eating and health at every size dietitian. And then Brooke, while even while being an island girl, is a dietitian specializing in combining sports nutrition and functional nutrition with lab testing, shaping the client journey. And as you can tell, her client journey is not just at home, but it's across the globe now. So you can do this journey anywhere and everywhere. Um, follow us at Health Unfiltered Pod on Instagram and keep the great questions coming, questions of the week. Um, you know, we still have to, uh, our schedule keeps getting messed up, but we'd love to do a Q&A episode. So just keep throwing them at, at us. We'll save the good ones for a long episode. Rate us, share us, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Good and bad things, mostly good things. I'll take the bad things per usual. Um, and like I said, like, happy new year. I'm so excited to, to keep giving this. I think Brooke called it a her own little gift to the world. And um, so whatever options or whatever topics you want us to talk about, let us know. And I'd love to kind of widen our scope. So until then, Island Girl, do you want to take us out? Cue that music. It's just the Yay. island boy soundtrack because I'm an island boy. <laughs> right. yeah. Peace oh out, y'all. I cannot. <laughs> Bye.